Welcome to Kapati's Market Pulse Update for 13th of September. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. We're joined today by research analyst Dermot Aspel. Good morning, Dermot. Nice to have you uh, join us this morning. Dermot, I might start with markets, if that's okay, from last week. We saw a bit of softness and a bit of volatility around the place. Could you just give uh, listeners a bit of context of what's going on? Yeah, sure. Morning, morning, Sarah. Uh, yeah, equity markets were a little bit softer last week uh, with four, four down days, and bond yields actually rose slightly, slightly on on the week, uh, just 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 marginally. But you know, no real specific driver for these moves uh, last week. I think you know concerns again, you know, emerging on economic growth. Uh, we obviously had the ECB meeting and talk again in the markets around the timing of reduction in, in central bank supports. The markets are also dealing with, with higher inflation expectations. Indeed, this week, a key, uh, a key figure would be US, uh, US CPI tomorrow. All markets would be on that. And also, you know, state invention in China was also, also cited as a factor last week. Uh, indeed, we would have seen the telephone call, uh, held between Biden and Xi. Uh, so they were some of the factors that were driving markets. In, in relation to fixed income weakness, we would have seen a reopening of the, of the primary market across sovereign and corporate bonds. So there was a, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of issuance to digest. So we actually saw, you know, U.S. Treasuries kind of widen out. But by the end of the week, they, they, they'd come back down and, and, and were pretty much, you know, just, just a couple of basis points tighter or wider on the, on, on the week. So they, they were the kind of factors, you know, that were, that were driving markets last week. And, uh, you know, nothing of concern from our perspective. Great. And I suppose the big calendar thing for us last week was asset allocation met. What decisions were made or any updates do you want to share? Sure. So at the prior asset allocation, we had a rebalancing of portfolios. We raised some cash. At this asset allocation, a uh, key decision was to increase uh, was to uh, increase our exposure to fixed income uh, and to invest some of that cash. And we did we did that into into uh, short duration U.S. U.S. assets. We feel that the that the pickup relative to uh, European assets on a euro hedge basis is still attractive, uh, and and in particular relative relative to cash levels. Because we were we, we were concerned around holding on to those cash levels for uh, an elevated period of time, particularly in the context of of, of negative uh, negative cash rates at the moment. So yeah, we we, we blended into into a, a, a short duration US uh, US asset last week. Uh, just overall asset allocation, I suppose, just to get a, a sense of what your overall view is and outlook. Uh, you might again just give us a few pointers on that one where you guys got to. Yeah, sure. So I think the you know first key aspect that we discussed was around global global growth and global growth forecast came off a little bit in the last in the in the last month, particularly for for this year and 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 we're starting to see you know focus turn to turn to next year. Uh, we feel that uh, economic growth's probably peaked at, at at a high level and momentum is going to going to slow from here. That's in response to you, you know the impact of the of the the Delta variant on on reopening uh, and and the the knock on impact on supply side shortages. Indeed, sort of you know, momentum and forward-looking indicators are have slowed as well. So they're they're indicative of of of, of things you know slow, slowing from a very high level. But we we still feel that 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 growth is still is is still going to be uh, reasonable from here. 
uh, despite the fact that, that central banks uh, are likely to, to begin to look to, to, to reduce some of the emergency measures that they that they implemented uh, in, in at the at the onset of the of the pandemic. Another key thing that we've been focusing on is the is a pickup in inflation. So inflation expectations have uh, have ticked up. Uh, in particular in Europe. So we obviously saw a very high 3% uh, uh, year-on-year inflation uh, inflation figure. Uh, we're still still starting to see you know, labour demand uh, outstripping supply. We feel that that's likely to ease as economies reopen and the financial supports are are, are, are reduced. And we also think that, that you know, those inflation expectations have, have picked up in, in Europe. Uh, and they've come off, you know, they've picked up in the US and, and sort of uh, uh, come off a little bit more recently. Uh, and we feel that those, that those, you know, that inflation is likely to 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 be transitory, uh, and what, you, you know we're in line with much of the the, the Fed and the, and the ECB's thinking in relation to this that it's it's likely to 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 come down from uh, the extremely high levels that were, were relatively extremely high levels that we're seeing seeing at the moment relative to history. But our sense is that it probably settled at a, at, a, at a little bit higher levels than than we would have seen say in the past uh, you know five to five to, to ten years. Um, and also a, a kind of a key focus as well, just around the central banks and and how they're likely, like, like you know, the impact of their of the reduction of their of their supports. We think they're going to be done, uh, you know, in the coming months. We expect it to be a relatively slow slow process. The Fed probably going to take the lead over over the ECB, but I think all will be acting very prudently to to avoid, uh, you, you know, the type of taper tantrum that we would have seen uh, back in back in uh, 2013. It's great, Dermot. Thank you so much for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to www.gubbity.ie forward slash insights.